Hello and welcome to Capture Caledonia, the tracks that take us back, the podcast with me, Ewan Petrie. Each week, I'm joined by a guest who tells me all about the places in Scotland that mean the most to them and the memories and stories associated with these particular places. Then we listen to the songs that have become the soundtrack to these wonderful memories. I can't play all the songs in full due to copyright, but I hope that you enjoy the podcast nonetheless. If you are enjoying the podcast, please make sure you subscribe to it and leave us a rating and a review. You can also find us on social media. For Facebook and Instagram, just search Capture Caledonia. And for Twitter, search Capture Cali. Please like and share the pages with all your friends and family to help spread the word of Capture Caledonia and to keep up with the latest news. If you would like to support the podcast to help with future episodes, you can now donate on my Buy Me A Coffee page, which is www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash capture Cali. Any amount, no matter how small, really goes a long way. Thank you so much for your continued support and for listening to this week's episode. You're listening to the tracks that take us back on Capture Caledonia with Ewan Petrie. This week, it's my pleasure to welcome Lewis McLaughlin to the tracks that take us back. Lewis is a singer-songwriter from Edinburgh who is now based in Glasgow. With a number of singles and his EP Paper in the Rain already behind him, Lewis is well on his way to placing his unique stamp upon the Scottish music scene. A few weeks ago, Lewis released his brand new single, Summer, a beautifully crafted song about the simple joys of being young that will undoubtedly leave you beaming from ear to ear. It's 100% become my summer anthem for 2021, and I'm sure I'm not alone in saying that. Now, as we look ahead to a more positive future for the live music scene, I'm excited to see what lies ahead for Lewis and his music. To put it in his own words, Lewis's determination to successfully create boundary-breaking music will not be hindered even by a global pandemic. And the new single, Summer, is definitely a testament to that. Lewis, thank you so much for joining me today, and welcome to Capture Caledonia. No worries, thanks for having me. Now, Lewis, before we go off on a wee adventure around Scotland, courtesy of the choices <laughs> that you've made for today's show, uh, let's talk about your brilliant, infectious new single, Summer. I absolutely cool. love this track. Do you mind sharing with us the inspiration behind it? Sure. Um, well, I wrote it when I was about 16 or 17. Um, I think it, it's just like, um, that's, you know, we're, we're maybe just... Uh, coming out the end of summer now just that um that feeling of being outside with your mates and sort of forgetting about all of your all of your work worries and your all your troubles um just enjoying the sun for a bit I guess it came from that um yeah and I was trying to do it in the a style of like a quite a traditional like like a folk song or something it's quite a basic like um the structure of it um so yeah I just like well, do you know, I, from there. I listened to this song. Um, I was on holiday in Tyree uh, cool. a couple of weeks ago. And when it when it sort of went live, I saw it actually Beth Malcolm shared it on her Instagram. Ah, cool. Lovely. And I listened to it straight away and I was it was a glorious <laughs> day. And I was on this beach in Tyree and it was just the perfect song Lovely. to accompany sort of that moment. Um, and what, <laughs> what immediately struck me when I first heard it is just like how beautifully crafted it is and there's like a meticulous detail of the layers that you've put together uh, to create like a wonderful sound and I just wondered what the recording process was like and how did the song sort of build and develop throughout that process yeah it was it was quite a long process actually I think I don't remember when I started I did a demo of it um 
and it was just like I did loads of experimenting you know like putting that put down parts and then changing them up um I think the big thing the, the big turning point for the track is when I started working with Andy Monaghan is a, he's a guy that produced it um yeah I kind of had like a rough outline of the track and then I went into his studio and he sort of took it apart a bit put it back together and then we we took it from there um yeah I think Andy um was a big help in getting it all all polished off and finished now things are looking a little bit more positive as well for live music and I just wondered yeah. uh, what does the next wee while have in store for you can we catch you playing any gigs in the near future and uh, no gigs no gigs so far um this year anyway um I was actually supposed to be playing at doing the rabbit hole festival which ah. is and uh, maybe next weekend but obviously that's not happening um yeah nothing nothing planned um for the next few while but um we'll see something will, something will come up I'm sure and what about any more music? Any any new music coming out again after summer? Yeah, we I've got another single coming out um, pretty soon. Um, in September. Um, I can't say the exact date yet, but I've got yeah, bunch more bunch more music coming out over the next wee while. Brilliant! It sounds super exciting, and I think we should listen <laughs> to summer. So, do you mind introducing your track, and we'll we'll have a listen? Of course. Um, so this is my my latest single, Summer, um, which was recorded here in Glasgow. Um. Yeah, and it's a happy indie folk song. Someone in the weather is fine Someone in the weather is fine Anyway the wind blows, I tell you that I feel Someone in the weather is fine Problems over what he'd man Problems over what he'd man Resting on your shoulder, leave until you're older Problems over what he'd man Someone in the weather is fine Someone in the weather is fine Anyway the wind blows, that's the way that ever flows Someone in the weather is fine Wait until the sky turns blue Wait until the sky turns blue Sunrise it will cover you, sisters and your brothers too Wait until the sky turns blue Someone in the weather is fine Someone in the weather is fine Anyway the wind blows, that's the way the river flows Someone in the weather is fine Bodies will all fade away Bodies will all fade away If you find a lover, take it undercover Bodies will all fade away
Now, I think we should move on to the other reason why I've brought you on the show today, Lewis. So let's cool. move on to your choices today for the tracks that sure. take us back. Do you mind uh, revealing the first place that you've chosen to talk about and why you've chosen this particular place? Yeah, so number one, I've got the shore, which is a bit of, of Leith, um, which is where I grew up. Um, and I chose it just because it's quite special, holds a special place in my in my memories, in my heart. Um, so much stuff happens at the shore. I don't know if you've ever been I have, yes. to the shore. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, quite a famous place. Um, but just as a kid, you know, like there's always something going on. I'd go and sit. You can sit like right next to the water um, and watch the, I don't know, there's drunk people on a Saturday. Or there's, <laughs> there's swans in the um, in the water. The bus is going past. There's just always something happening there. Um, so it's definitely over the years and still like even still I was at home over the first lockdown back in March um, and I would go back to the shore quite often quite regularly and um, with my headphones on listening to music it's a good place to reflect um, yeah and has, has that place been a source of inspiration then for you uh, in your own songwriting yeah definitely I mean just like it's beautiful it's just something that's always been there you know so close to me I think um, it's definitely an inspiration and what was it like growing up there? What What are your sort of strong memories of, of being around there when you were younger? Well, specifically the shore, um, like the we'd go for, out for tea or lunch or something. There's like a pizza express we'd always go to. <laughs> um, and there's a lovely Turkish um, cafe, which I can't remember the name of now, but it's it's lovely. There's really nice food. Yeah, lots of food. Um, and then it's like... Well, on the way to Ocean Terminal, the big shopping centre, mm. you'd always get the bus down um, there. And just hanging about, like with my pals from home, we just walk along. Like the Water of Leith is a beautiful walkway. Um, used to spend days just going about, you know, just kind of hanging about as you do when you're <laughs> when you're a kid. Um, yeah, just hanging about on the shore. <laughs> you mentioned that you were back there in the first lockdown, and that you'd put mm. your headphones on and, and you'd listen to music. So, what what are the musical influences that you've grown up with, or that you listen to now, that do inspire your own songwriting? Oh, I guess growing up, it was always folk music. My mom and dad both play folk music, um, so that's obviously been a massive influence on me. Um, but songwriting wise, I guess I got into folks like John Martin or Johnny Mitchell, Bob Dylan, all those sort of folk. Um, they were definitely the turning point for me of listening to so to songs to, to to the writing rather than the music um, primarily. So yeah, folk folk music is massive, been a massive influence on me. You mentioned that your parents play folk music. Was it easily accessible for you growing up? Like, did you go to gigs <laughs> a lot and and listen? Yeah, to Yeah, I mean, from from this very word go, we were going to gigs. I've got a brother as well who's quite close in age to me. We would be at at gigs i think when as soon as we were born more or less <laughs> at four years old there was one was it me or you and one of us um we were at a gig and mom, my mom and dad were playing and one of us was on the stage i think it was me actually and my mom went up to sing a song and i wasn't even walking i was so small and she <laughs> came she like i wouldn't let her go up on the stage without me so she came up on the stage like holding me in her arms and went to start singing <laughs> and I just like put my hand over her mouth and just like stopped her singing I was like no nope, you're not having it <laughs> so yeah music music has always been um totally the central thing of, in my life 
And so was it always the plan? Like, were you always sort of focused on that's what I want to do when I leave school and, and sort of start to create your own path? Or was there anything else that sort of piqued your interest? Yeah, I mean, I, I've been playing for since I was so small. Um, it was always like on the cards. I think I maybe had a little period, as lots of us do in high school, of being like, oh, I don't want to do music. That's what, like, that's what my parents do. <laughs> that's what, you know, um, but that was only very brief. Um, and I quickly realized that I'd be stupid to do anything rather than music. Um, so, yeah, music has always um, been on the cards. <laughs> It's funny, I, I had this conversation because uh, just because I had Beth Malcolm on the show before, and yeah. she's in a similar position where her mm. parents were very much involved in, in the folk scene. And, and I asked her, you know, did you have any sort of rebellious phase where you were like, oh, yeah, <laughs> no, I want to do something completely different or listen mm. to music totally different just to sort of, you know, feel like you were doing something away from your parents. Did you have that phase? Yeah, yeah. I mean, our sister, uh, my sister Lauren, she's a bit older and she was quite good at giving us like a, I think she gave me a Bruce Springsteen album for my birthday once and I got obsessed with hip, you know, like like rock and roll or um slash and all, all guns and roses and stuff. She was always quite good at um exposing us to the <laughs> the non-folky stuff. Um yeah, definitely. Um into the all the rock and rock and roll and stuff. <laughs> and now that you're sort of carving your own singer songwriting path is it useful to have your parents to sort of tap into their knowledge and experience yeah always i always go back to to my folks my mum my mum's a songwriter and um, so I, I speak to her a lot about about language and about songwriting um yeah and dad plays guitar and pipes um so we can yeah we sometimes go down rabbit holes of chords chord <laughs> chat which everybody else hates, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you said she's a songwriter. Is she critical of your songs, or is it a very sort of honest opinion, or or is it? Uh, I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, she would never rip me apart. <laughs> um, she, yeah, she's helped. She's helped a lot. Like a lot of just little things. I'll be sitting there when I'm home trying to write. I'm like, oh, I can't finish this line. And she's like, oh, how about that? I'm like, ah, oh, how did I never think of that? <laughs> um, so much, like even my, like the EP that I did um, back in 2019, Paper in the Rain, I remember playing that at a gig, that song, I had just written it and saying, my mum was there saying, oh, I don't really have a name for this, for this song. So if anyone's got an idea and mum comes up after, she's like, what about Paper in the Rain? <laughs> and then I wrote, I wrote a whole EP based on that. So <laughs> uh, it's an a, amazing i guess resource to have at your disposal to tap mm. into as well and um, someone who yeah, definitely who can relate and, and offer a, a great opinion on stuff as well um you, to go back to the shore and um, sure. your, your memories there you've chosen a song that reminds yes. you of this particular place do you mind explaining why you've chosen the song that you have of course um yeah this was this this song is a singer-songwriter, he's Scottish. Um, I don't know how I actually discovered him. Actually, that's a lie. Um, I'm, I'm wearing his T-shirt at the minute. Um, <laughs> Phil Campbell, um, he's, he, was, he played in a band called The Temperance Movement, which is a rock band. I think I found him first at um, Belgium Festival up in the Highlands. We were there when we saw them play. And I, yeah, just like, he's got a couple solo albums that he put out a good few years ago now. Um, and th they were probably one of the big sort of songwriting albums that really got me inspired got me wanting to write songs you know and um, so this song I've got is called Lately um, from his album Fresh New Life and it's Phil Campbell 
Brilliant. Let's move on to place cool. number two. Where are we heading off to next? Okay, so we've been in we've been in Leith, and now we're going to go up the road, up past Inverness to a place called Fortrose, and um, which is on the Black Isle. If you if you've heard of that, yeah, lovely, beautiful spot. Mm. Um, yeah. So this is the town where my mother grew up, oh. and my so my granddad and my late granny stay. Um, just on the high street in Fortress. So yeah, spent a lot of time there when I was younger and uh, throughout my life. I'm um, going up for Christmases and basically any any holiday we had, and um, we would go up to Fortress. And it, it, yeah, it's just a really special place to me. And um, lots of fond memories of walking down to the. There's a point like a lighthouse, some dolphins up. There's a path called Kenny's at Kenny's Farm. Walking up there, seeing the sunset and. Going to the Andersons, the pub, there's sessions going on. Are the, are the Ma- I don't know if you know Anna Massey yeah. and um, Alison Massey and Bob and that family. They're neighbours with my granddad, so going over there for tunes. Loads of loads of folkies actually in Fortress. It's a little nugget of of folk musicians that town. Uh, yeah, so yeah, very special place to me. It's great that you bring up Anna Massey, actually. I was speaking to Bruce McGregor on the show a few, ah, cool. uh, few months ago, and he chose Inverness and was talking about yeah, yeah. also that area. And obviously Anna plays in Blazing Fiddles. And mm. um, I mean, brilliant. Yeah, you're right. Just what a what a great area for producing brilliant folk musicians and traditional yeah. <laughs> musicians. Um, you said that your mum uh, grew up there. Um, do you enjoy going back there as an adult as well and sort of reminiscing about those sort of childhood memories? Yeah, totally. Um, I've actually not been up in such a long time just because of all this stuff. Um, but yeah, I have um, still go back as often as I can. I spent a lot of time, um, we'll maybe come to that later, but I spent a lot of time in the Highlands in my last year of school. Um, and I ended up staying in Fortress with Grandad like quite a few, like most weekends, every second weekend or something for like a year. Um, so yeah, I was still always going back, loads of family there. I always find uh, like this interesting to talk about because in my experience, I grew up in Aberdeenshire and I was quite mm. contained in that area. And, sure. and and it's as I've got older that I've got more passionate about exploring Scotland. And I like talking to musicians about this because often it leads, like music leads to exploring different places. Have you had mm. a chance to sort of take off and explore other parts of Scotland with music? Yeah, I mean, like gigs, um, remember those? Yeah. Were obviously, <laughs> such, a, such a great... Um, way of finding new new little nooks of Scotland um, there's so many amazing venues that you would just never know are ex- exist and um, right in the absolute just like middle of nowhere and you turn up to this tiny little village hall or something and people always turn out though it's amazing um, yeah gigs Aberdeenshire actually I've spent a lot of time there I'm um, just on the there's lots of Kayleys and stuff when I was younger we used to go up most weekends play Kayleys. Um, yeah, so it's, it's such a good way of exploring new places. I think I've probably been to most corners of Scotland because of music. That's amazing. So was you, were your family when you were younger quite good at, at taking you off to other places as well? Yeah, um, for, for music stuff or just in general? I guess in general, like either for holidays or for music. Yeah, I mean, yeah, up to up to Fortress all the time. Um, and we got abroad a couple of times. Um, been to Canada and Italy, 
in France. I miss it quite a lot. Actually, my mum used to stay there, so she's got some pals. Um, we'd go over quite a lot. Um, yeah, they were good. Always good at little road road trips and stuff, going camping and that. And you talk about going off to do Kayleys and things like that. Was that part mm. of your? Were you were you obviously involved in in Kaylee band at some point? Yeah. So actually, myself, my dad, and my brother all played in the Kaylee band together. Um, for years, this guy called Ali Johnston, who stays in D side. Oh yeah. Um, oh, he's in he's in Aberdeen now, but um, they had a, f- a house in I think it's oh, I can't remember the town somewhere in D side. <laughs> um, yeah. So we used to go up all the time, play loads of K- the the Kayleys are amazing up in Aberdeenshire. Like all the the lo- lots of weddings, you know, private stuff. But my favourite ones were always the public ones when it's just a town hall and just everyone is so up for dancing and everyone gets a bit wild. <laughs> oh, you've got me very nostalgic now for Kayleys. <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I went to one. And I, I know. <laughs> I'm always one of the first, you know, up there trying to get involved and, you know, I try, mm. and, try and do every dance through the night because I, just, yeah. I love it so much. I'd, I'd love to go back to a, to a Kaylee. Hopefully soon, though. That yeah, I, I think one day very soon it's going to happen. <laughs> So you also mentioned being in, in Deeside, because that's where I actually grew up. I'm from a place cool. called Bankery. I don't know if you've ever... Oh, yeah, I know Bankery. Oh, cool. Um, Wait, have you ever been to the Woodham Barn? Yeah, I used to I used to play there every every time we went up. There's like a Sunday session. Um, yeah, I've been to the Woodham Barn a bunch of times. <laughs> that's <laughs> well, funny, that, small world. That's it. That was my sort of, you know, my grounding in Scottish mm. and traditional music. Um, yeah. Yeah, my mum and dad used to help run the venue, so cool. they would like book people, and so I, I, at young age, I'd get dragged along to all sorts. Yeah. of things. And Initially, <laughs> I was I was not keen, and then as I as I got older, I sort of learned to love it, and then actually became sure. really passionate about it. And yeah, um, great. I've said this before on the show, but when I as I get older and realise that my music taste is exactly my mum and dad's now, <laughs> I realise that's when I've sort of that's not such a bad thing. No, no, definitely not. I'm I'm definitely into it now. But I remember at one point I was very very much like, oh, I wish they were just like something a bit cooler, you know, like Foo <laughs> Fighters or Red Hot Chili Peppers or something. <laughs> but I'm happy. I'm happy as a folk a folky now. Mm, um, good. great. So you've cho- chosen a song as well to represent um being up in the Black Isle. I mean, I absolutely, yeah. I love it. I love it up there. I'm just thinking as as I'm talking about it. I used to go up to Cromarty a lot. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That whole area is just great. beautiful, and and so I think sometimes a lot of people bypass it because they're either heading north from Inverness. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, kind it's of, well worth detouring out into. Yeah, man, it's great. I love it. Oh, so, Chrome, oh you've got me nostalgic now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, that's. I need to. Whenever I do an episode of this and I start talking about different places, I, I need yeah. to write, write down the places that I, I haven't been sure. to and get there. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk a little bit about the song that you've chosen. Why why have you chosen this this particular song? Yeah, this one just I guess um, with with music for me especially, I always it's just I, it's just kind of what I was listening to at the time. I guess I've got a really specific memory of um, walking up Kent as Kenny's path, like up on his farm, and the the sun the cl- clouds were just incredible. It's like um, one side was pink, one side was blue, one side was gold, one side was green. You know, just like so many colours in the sky. Um, and listening to this song, which is from a film actually, Once, um, it's the the soundtrack from Once, but Glenn Hansard and Marketa Irglova. Um, Good effort on pronunciation. <laughs> thank you. I tried my best. Um, yeah, it's just like oh, an amazing album, probably one of my favourite albums actually. And it's just, there's so much in it. Um, this song, 
it's a specific scene. I don't know if you've seen the film before. I absolutely Once. love this film. Like when yeah, you chose it, I was oh, I was so happy because um, <laughs> I, I I really vividly remember watching this for the first time and like oh, I yeah. just I completely fell in love with the soundtrack. Like mm. falling slowly, I would play. Yeah, it oh, it's so all good. the time. And I I didn't play piano, but I taught myself right. just that little. Oh, cool! Note. Day 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 day. Exactly, it's so <laughs> yeah. beautiful. And mm, then they turned it great. into a, a musical, like a stage show. Oh, so they did. I've not seen that actually. I was living in London at the time, so I like, cool. went to see it, and it was so cool because they had it. It was set in like a traditional Irish bar. Right. And okay. Before the show started, <laughs> the bar was actually operating, so you could go on stage and like no way yeah, have a pint. <laughs> That's and then, great. And then the guy who was playing Glenn Hansard's character would just come mm. out with his guitar and just start the show, kind of started around <laughs> you. And it was That's just, brilliant. Oh, it was amazing. So yeah, I'm a big, big fan of this soundtrack. Mm, it's so lovely. And then yeah, so this song is called "When Your Mind's Made Up," and there's a scene. Um, I think they've just gotten like the band, you know, they they find some kind of random, I don't even know where they find them, just like on the street, some <laughs> buskers, like, do you want to play in our band? <laughs> they get into a studio and they, I think this is the first time they've maybe, it's a bit of a montage and it's like the drums come, oh, it's just a, a really good scene and uh, yeah, I love this song a lot, <laughs> When Your Mind's Made Up. When your mind's made up, when your Just before we go into the um to your third third choice, I feel like we should definitely um we should push anyone who's not seen once to definitely sit down. Yeah, hundred percent, <laughs> and watch it. And I actually I was just thinking there. Have you ever seen the video of them? They won. I think they won the Oscar for best song oh, wow. that year, and it's cool. amazing because he's he's they're obviously like you know from oh, I know I don't know I, I know that Glenn's from from Ireland somewhere. Uh -huh. I presume it's Dublin or something like that. But he oh, yeah, um, I'm not sure. He's like in complete awe of like all these people that are around him like brad pitt and Rowan, <laughs> oh, of course yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i just love that it just feels like such a it's just such a brilliant moment when he collects it and he does this brilliant speech so also i've watch, not seen watch that once yeah i need to watch that. that that video it's brilliant yeah cool <laughs> uh yeah definitely gonna go put that soundtrack on after we finished mm. uh talking mm. today um but yeah let's move on to to place number three where are we cool where are we gonna go off to uh for our last stop today so we're over to the west coast, um, a, a little town which is just before Sky, um, Nile of Sky, just on the mainland, like 10 minutes from the bridge. Uh, a little town called Plockton, a um, little village, sorry, called Plockton, a population of about 300 or something. And this is where I spent my last year of school. Um, there's a music school there called um, Skolkul Nageltach, or the music school of the Highlands. Um, yeah, so I, I went, moved from, from Edinburgh, having not spent that much time out of a city um, to a town of 300, which was a <laughs> bit of a shock uh, to the system, but great, just like such a, yeah, such a great time in my life. Lots of pals for life have been made there and loads of music. Obviously, it was a music school and um, you just stay in like a hot, I don't know if you know Plotton Music School. I don't know um, this music school so well, but I, I know the place Plotton is sure. stunning. 
and um, yeah, it's great. It's such a nice little village. And um, yeah, so the music school you stay in like a in a hostel. Um, so you do you do your school. I did boat building actually in school, <laughs> um, and photography, and then you just play music every day after after school. Come come back to the hostel, play music for an hour, have some food, play music for an hour, have a break. <laughs> Play some more music. <laughs> it's just like non non-stop music making for a whole year. Um, yeah, lots of very fun memories of Plotton. That sounds amazing. So was that always on your radar? Like once you got to a certain point of school, were you always like, I want to go there, or did it sort of come around organically as you yeah. came towards the end of school? I was always aware of it because my dad actually teaches there. He still does. Oh, in fact, he taught there. Um, it's, he, there's like um, they have guest musicians like for weekend workshops. So he always goes up once a year. He was actually he taught a workshop when I was there, which was a bit <laughs> funny. Getting my dad teaching me. Um, yeah, so it was all like me and my brother went up when we were really little when dad was teaching there. Um, so I was always aware of it. I don't think I I don't remember when I. Um, decided to go for it. I went for an audition. I was like, wasn't even sure if I was going to go. I th- this was the stage we were talking about it earlier. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do music in my life. Um, and then I, I went to the audition and I, I got in um, and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, big, big turning point in my life of going, okay, this music thing, it's not so bad. Uh, you get to like, you record an album and you go on tour and stuff when you're in school, which is just awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was uh, probably the reason that I'm still doing music. Oh, it sounds amazing. So what mm. you, t- you kind of touched on it briefly there, like going from somewhere like Edinburgh up to Plockton. But what was that like sort of at that age, like adjusting to this very different, I guess, pace of life? Mm. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it took a while to get into it. I was just so not ready for it, um, but lovely, actually. Um, like a breath of fresh air, literally. Um, <laughs> just getting a break from, but you know, city life is great. Like I'm, I grew up in the city centre. I'm used to being in the city, but it is nice to get a little break. And this was quite, quite a long break. It, it didn't feel real, you know. It felt like I was in Narnia or something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was great. It was funny, man. Just like cat, um, cattle grids and stuff outside the school, and like, where am I? Like, where have I ended up? <laughs> And what would like, I guess, in terms of like socializing and being at that age, like is public transport good there or do you just all <laughs> focus on everything in Plockton? Are you just like, at the yeah, park? you don't, you don't really leave Plockton. Sometimes the Kyle is the next town along. Oh yeah. You can get the train. There's about four trains a day maybe. Um, or you can get, if you get a lift or something, but not like nobody drove. Um, but yeah, you don't really leave Plockton when you're there in the music school anyway. Um so it's quite yeah it's it's a lot of time that you spend with and there's like how many kids was there like 20 maybe in the music school so you you know you're just like spending all day every day with the same people which is great i mean it gets you so close (laughs) you talked as well about like making friends for for life there uh is Mm. it is it quite exciting to see what people are going off and doing in their various careers after the school yeah totally um some people in plotton i still play music with like steven um he plays drums in my band. He always has. Um, so we, it's good to still be making music with people from school. And yeah, I still work with like a bunch of people. I'm also, I do sound engineering as well. I um, work in a studio. Oh, cool. um, so I've recorded a bunch of things for pals that are in Plotton. And yeah, most people are um, from my year are making music or recording music. Um, Malin Lewis, I don't know if you've heard of them. 
um, my Piper, um, and Jared, Jared Muir, he's still playing stuff. Jem is still, yeah, everybody is still making music. It's good. <laughs> and obviously you're in like a corner of Scotland that is absolutely stunning and you're close to, you know, you mentioned Kyle and then you're pretty close to Sky mm. and other places. And you said that you got to go on a, a tour as well through the school. So did yeah. you get to, to explore that that sort of more of that area up there? It, actually, the tour was more like, where did we, we did two. So you did a six year one and a full school one. I think it was more like the borders. All right. I can't, I can't really remember, but I did spend a lot, 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 lot of time in Sky with my, I made good friends with Marlon Lewis, him, who's from Sky. So I used to go and stay at theirs um, all the time, play sessions in like Carbost. I don't know if you've heard of Carbost. Or, yeah. Like, <laughs> so many different pubs in Sky, just playing tunes all the time. Um, yeah, so I've spent, I've spent a lot of time in Sky. Sky's a magical place. And so mm. other islands, have you been to any any of the other islands? Uh, I've been to Harris a couple of times, um, Lewis, uh, like once or twice. I've always wanted to go to the butt of Lewis and sit on it. I don't know, like other islands, Colonsy. Oh yeah, not too many of the. Oh, I've been to Orkney, um, played in Orkney. Have you been to the folk festival there? And uh, no, I didn't go to the folk festival. We went. I went oh, a while ago, a couple of years ago, and we played in the venue that I can't. We played in a couple of venues. My is not that's in Shetland. Oh, I've totally <laughs> forgotten the name of it. Somewhere, somewhere just, in Orkney. <laughs> I've had a few people on who have like absolutely raved about the Orkney Folk Festival. Yeah, and yeah, I'm, yeah. I've never I've been to it. I'm desperate to go now because it, mm, I me think too. I think it was like I, there was a period of like four weeks in a row, like every guest chose Orkney and the Folk Festival. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was amazing hearing like four perspectives of why it was amazing. And I That's should cool. go. So I, I wrote it down like, okay, Orkney Folk Festival and then Tyree Music Festival I've heard is also mm. brilliant. So I'm Yeah, like, yeah, that's supposed to be a good one too. I'm making up these wee lists, so I need to, I need to make sure I, I hit <laughs> You've them. You've got a lot of travelling to do. I know. Well, I feel like I've got a lot of time to make up for as well. Mm. So I'm going to, yeah, as soon as totally. as soon as these things start happening, I'm going to head out and, and make sure that I, <laughs> I take them all off my list. Um, Cool. So yeah, so being up in Plockton, um, you've described yeah. it really beautifully as well and obviously there's a, a song that's going to accompany this time of your yeah. life so why, why have you chosen the song that you have so this was just i think it maybe the, the tune came out um when i was in plotton um yeah i get another thing in plotton you just the amount of music that you consume because everybody's playing music and obsessed with music and the trad scene especially um and this track uh, yeah i think it came out when i was in plotton um it's by a guy called mike vass um, who's an amazing uh, instrumentalist and singer-songwriter, uh, everything, fiddler, tenor guitar. I, he actually, I play the tenor guitar, which is like, um, it's kind of like a fiddle, it's tuned, tuned the same as a fiddle. And Mike is the reason that I play the tenor guitar. Um, yeah, big inspiration, folk, like folky tunes and great arrangements. And this was on an album that he recorded on his boat. Oh, wow. Um, it's called Notes from a Boat. And he just got like, I think there's one guest for every track. And I think he just like got his pals on this boat and re recorded it with them. Um, so this particular one is a favourite of mine. It's called Inver, and it's with Thomas Callister, who's an amazing fiddler and from the Isle of Man. And um, yeah, Mike Vass, notes from a boat. That is a magic, um, I guess, way to record an album. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. But what, yeah, a, what yeah, yeah. a fantastic <laughs> idea! I think that it's must great. be. And I bet like you you end up recording all these songs close to different places if you're like, I, well, actually, I, I presume yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe they weren't actually sailing in the boat, but I kind of like the idea that they were just <laughs> drifting off around everywhere, just recording. <laughs> like you pick up a different guest in a different place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, also, yeah, just cool. before you listen to the song, actually, just mm. want to pick up on something you said there about like, you know, you're sort of 
sort of indulged with all this different music when you're yeah in plot mm. does it ever get overwhelming Do you ever, were you ever at one point like oh it's just too much or are you always sort of keen to listen to new stuff and explore new music? Uh, yeah <laughs> i think my brain can never have enough new music <laughs> and even now i just can't stop consuming music um it's just, it's, it excites me too much um, I just love like hearing a new album for the first time and then getting obsessed with it and moving on to the next one. Yeah, no, I don't think. Hopefully my brain will just keep on consuming music. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Look, Lewis, just before we listen to this final song, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show today and chatting to me about these different places. It's been a real Not joy to, to hear your stories behind the choices yeah. that you've made. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Mum. Listening to the tracks that take us back on Capture Caledonia with Ewan Petrie. Thank you so much for listening to Capture Caledonia, the tracks that take us back. If you're enjoying the podcast, please remember to subscribe and to leave us a rating and a review. Please also go on social media and like and share the pages with all your friends and family. A little reminder that on Facebook and Instagram, just search Capture Caledonia, and on Twitter, search Capture Cali. Go on like, share, post, comment about it, and help spread the word of Capture Caledonia. If you want to support the podcast, remember you can go on to my Buy Me A Coffee page, www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Capture Cali. Any amount that you can afford to donate to support the podcast will really go a long way and help to ensure that we can keep the podcast going in the future. Thank you so much for your continued support, and I look forward to seeing you next week.